Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Mike TV. And that's Jen Diz. And hey, I'm Morgan. Hi, Hi Morgan. Morgan. Today we'll be chatting about hot topics at the Disneyland Resort. Morgan and I remember our last trip to the parks while Mike hosts a game that you can play along with. Yes, oh yes, we have a guest on our show this week. Woo! Um, Morgan, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. So Morgan and I used to host a Disney news podcast together. So I thought, hey, what a better time than now to bring her on the show. So we are going to be reviewing a couple of the updates. Some of you may have already heard about them. But, you know, we just thought it would be fun to, dis- to discuss them anyway. So what the heck? Why not, right? So first up is the kind of fresh announcement that they are adding a new, I think they're calling it an experience versus a festival. That's what Mice Chat's been saying at least. But it's an experience and it's going to be somewhat resembling what we know as food and wine festival. So have you guys heard about this? Oh, I did not know about this. <laughs> you didn't? <gasps> Ooh, okay, good. So it was it's kind of like part of their 20th anniversary celebration, which I'm like, eh, is it? But <laughs> it's also like just it, the timing makes sense. Knott's Berry Farm has been doing things similar to this, and so they're just kind of following suit on things that they are able to open up to the public. So um, let's see. Couple things about this. It's going to be a limited capacity and ticketed event. So you have to pay to eat, first of all. Just want to get that out there in the open. You have to pay to get in and pay to eat? You do not have to pay to get. Well, yes. Yeah. Wow. You have to pay to get in. Yeah. It's like a ticketed event. So, and then you pay for your food. Um, it's only like on certain days during mid March, um, or like it starts mid March and it's only for certain days. But one really cool thing about it is that they get to hire over a thousand cast members back. So that's, awesome. that's nice. really, really cool. Yeah. So any opportunity to get people back working, I think, is is really great. So it seems like what they're going to do is like have certain areas of the park open that like the general audience can't get to. So it's almost like where it's roped off as of now. Like when you go over by Cars Land, for instance, it's roped off. But, like, you can enter now if you have a wristband or whatever they're going to end up doing. And then you get to access the rest of the park while they'll have, like, food and wine style booths set up. So, like, what do you guys think about that idea? I think that's super fun. And I just went to Downtown Disney last week for the first time since the shutdown. And it was, like, super fun to be there. But I felt like it was missing something. So I'd be curious to Mm. check it out. But it depends on how expensive it is, too. Right, yeah. I heard that you can't eat and sit down, or did they change that, like, in the middle of downtown Disney? You can now. So that's another thing that they've changed again recently is that open, uh, like, outdoor dining has returned. um, And you can now 
eat as long as you're like stationary you can't like walk around and eat with your mask off but you have to like have a spot and you could eat with your mask off so i mean it would be oh that's cool morgan did you get a bite to eat while you were there (laughs) i sure did uh we went to cafe circle we got a walk-up uh reservation and then i got a corn dog from uh, award wieners and then i got a churro (laughs) so i tried to hit it all (laughs) (laughs) embrace that disney while you have it girl (laughs) yep seriously that was like half the reason i was like i'm gonna just eat little like tapas at each place so i can have everything (laughs) that's so cool um, so Ken Potrick, the Disneyland president, sent out a notice to cast members, and it says in here, I just want to read a quick blurb from it. It says, currently planned to begin mid-March, we will debate, debut, <laughs> wow, we will debut an all-new limited-time experience focused on our world-famous food and beverage offerings from around the resort. The latest merchandise and uniquely careful, or unique carefully crafted <laughs> entertainment experiences. Wow, I cannot speak today. So that part of it is like, wait, they said world famous food and beverage offerings from around the resort. So is this now going to be, this is just me speculating. And I don't think I've read anywhere else people talking about this, but it sounds like they're going to have foods that you can normally get at Disney parks. But right now you can't, Sounds like it. Right? Instead of just a regular food and wine where they pull in vendors. You mean like you could get some, okay. Or like a Monte Cristo. I'm down. Yeah. Or like the baked potato soup. Oh, and the, the beignets yeah. and all of, oh my gosh. That would be actually pretty brilliant right now for all these people who are, like all of us who have withdrawals, right? So like we could actually get that taste of Disney at this thing. So I don't know if that's what they're doing or if it's going to be a more general vendor uh, facilitated event, like third party, like they normally have. But um, I'm pretty down for the Disney version of that. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Um, what else did they say here? Oh, they said in carefully crafted entertainment experiences. So I'm wondering what that means mm. too. Right? Do you think they'll open the stage like, on the pier? That's what I'm wondering. Oh. Like, can they have bands play? Like, why not? Right? Like, no dancing. But <laughs> <laughs> have they been doing can... the the trolley boys <laughs> newsies? Oh, they got no. Nope. Ouch. Cut. This is before. Ouch. This is before. 2020 happened too they so. moved the oh. trolley to the front of the park where it looks like it belongs um rather than it Hollywood just stays land. yeah it's just stationary and you can like take pictures with it i think but it's in a new location than when they first opened uh one of us yeah it was like right at the beginning of hollywood land right mm-hmm. like yeah the street hollywood boulevard yep interesting i didn't know they moved that so what else uh morgan can you tell us about what it's like to experience downtown disney right now You know, overall, I actually felt really safe. So I've been like very on the conservative side of not wanting to do a lot during this time. And I finally felt like I was ready. And I also went on a weekday, which I think contributes to, you know, it not being so bad. (laughs) But um, every I mean, it felt really clean. There was a lot of like, space to walk around and just like designated areas to like hang out and have a, a drink or a snack. And I'm not a merchandise person typically, but it made me want to buy something when I was there. So it definitely <laughs> stuck you in. <laughs> but it was just really nice to like even just hear the music and the esplanade. And like we sat at the, um, I never know if it's at Uva Bar or Uva Bar. I never know how you say it. <laughs> oh, I've Uva. always walked by it. I've actually never sat there, I don't think. 
Yeah, so we sat there and had a drink, and like you can just hear the downtown Disney music while you're sitting there too, so that was really nice. I would totally recommend people go if, if you have a chance, but try to go on a day it's not as crowded, because I think the weekends get pretty crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, how were the crowds on the day you went? It wasn't bad. I, like it was. We got there around lunchtime, and the Simba parking lot was like maybe a quarter full. It wasn't bad at all. And then by the end of the day, mm. when we were leaving, it was like getting busier in the evening, but... Overall, it wasn't bad, but we went on like a Tuesday, so it was. I'm sure that weekend crowds are much different. Did you get to go to either World of Disney or Marceline's? I heard those are like the Kraken places yeah. for crowds. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't use any mobile wait lists when we were there, but we did get just to basically okay. walk right into World of Disney. Um, I didn't go to Marceline's because I'm lame and I'm not a big sugary uh, treat person unless it's a churro, <laughs> which I didn't need to go there for that. <laughs> so, uh, but I, to be honest, like I don't remember seeing anyone really like waiting in line anywhere. So if I, I don't, I really don't think it was that busy when we were there. Cool. And that was a weekday, right? I yeah. forget what you said. Yeah. Day. It was a Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, cool. How does yeah. one get onto Buena Vista street? Do you just walk in? Yeah, so we just walked in. You do like the, you know, the temperature check and then security and in through the Simba entrance is the, where we came from the parking lot. And you just walk right up to the gates. Um, but I think when it's busier, they have like a waiting area or maybe it's a mobile wait list, I think, when it's crowded. But they just had the side, like the exit gates open and we walked right in. That's weird, right? That's like not a theme park. It's like a promenade or something. It was really weird. <laughs> I was like, this feels weird not showing like a ticket to walk in here. Like it's just like the little things that you're like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so listening to uh, Jen Diz and Morgan talk is giving me vibes from the previous podcast <laughs> that I used to listen to. Um, so speaking of, I also know that you had plans to go to Disneyland and it's been about a year since your last trip so I'd love to hear sort of about how all that went yep so Morgan and I went together our, our both of our last trips to the park before they closed were together and it was the weekend of February 20th and 21st I believe um and like we didn't you know we didn't know that was gonna be our last trip nope. <laughs> so like, <laughs> It was kind of cool. Like we met up and we did an escape room. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's like totally the first did. thing we did. <laughs> and then, of course, not at Disney, but it was very close. There's escape rooms. If any of you are enthusiasts, are like right across the street at the garden at the Garden Walk, right? That's what's called. Oh, it's that close. Oh, yeah, wow. it's like literally right there. Um, so we did an escape room because it's fun to do. And then we went into the park and just like kind of had our day. I think we were moseying around most of the time, right? I don't remember like doing anything hardcore while we're there. You know, like I wish I would have like thought about it more while I was there. But to me, it was just like another fun Disney trip. But like at the time, it wasn't anything like extraordinarily special. You know, it was just like we got right. to go hang out. So now I don't even remember because it just feels like kind of blurred. I know. You know? <laughs> but I mean. I was thinking about that today. I remember, um, was that the same day that we were doing the lightsaber? Or no, that was the next day. That the lightsaber. No, it was both days. Okay. I, were oh, we okay. there two days? I don't even remember. <laughs> I think we were. So I think you did not come back the second day. But we were like debating it. But then you guys would have had to like stay at a hotel and That's, stuff. I don't think yes. you ended up. Okay, yes, but there was a Rise of the Resistance thing that day, I remember. It's coming back to me. What would you do different now that you knew it was your last day for a long time? 
Oh my god, so much more. Seriously. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I would. Oh my gosh, I can't even like fathom that question. Like I, I would probably try to take lots of pictures and record lots of things, like my own point of view version of a lot of rides and moments. We didn't take that many pictures. I was there with my boyfriend, and he just is not a camera person. He does not like being in photos. So, like, when I'm with him, we just generally enjoy our space, and we don't really take a lot of pictures. Morgan, I don't even think you and I took a picture that weekend. I don't think we did, and that's one thing I would definitely <laughs> have added to the list. I think the yeah, first time right? was, like, like the first time we met, basically, it was probably the only picture we have together. We would have had so yeah. many this year <laughs> had we had we known. Oh my gosh, that's another funny thing to, to bring up too. Morgan and I had only met in like December, right? Mm-hmm. So we met like a couple months. We kicked it off. We're like really good friends right away. And then like we've only, we were like, oh, this Disney trips are going to go on together. It's going to be amazing. And then here we go. Yep. <laughs> like, we got one in. Plans shattered. <laughs> Plans totally shattered. And speaking of, Morgan and I had our very next trip planned we were gonna stay like at least two or nights maybe three nights at a hotel i can't remember mm-hmm. right across the street from the parks it's gonna be amazing it was this big event going on and we were so excited and that was literally the day disneyland closed so the day it was like i remember the week the before day. we were oh. like is it gonna it's not gonna happen like there's no way it's, it's gonna happen hot. and like my friend's conference that she had been working on got canceled like a, like a week or two prior to that and i was like why did your conference get canceled? Disneyland's still open. Disneyland's not going to shut down. <laughs> oh, naive. Like, no, that's not how that went. But yeah, I think we were going to stay. And I still, I luckily got credit back for that hotel weekend. But I still have never had a chance still to have. use it. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope I get to keep it. Yes, I'm sure you will. Hopefully they can, uh, you know, we'll, we'll use it again some point, right? Yep. Um, I remember. Did that you both too, have like, annual passes? Yes. Yes, I had mm. just got mine oh, in Morgan. January. Yeah, <laughs> it was a whole oh. scene because the Jen and I were also on a trip in January, like around the time Rise opened, and I had I like there was a long story, but I had one a one day ticket I wanted to upgrade and like do the monthly payments, but then like I waited too late in the day, so I ended up paying in full for a flex pass, and I only got to use it two times I guess since I purchased it so I mean my refund was pretty much the amount I paid for it which I guess was cool but (laughs) I didn't really get much out of it (laughs) oh my gosh crazy timing yeah I remember shortly before our trip is when the NBA shut down and for some reason that was the marking of like uh this is real because they would never shut down the money right like that's like the NBA is huge. I was like the first huge thing that actually I was like, okay, something's going on. And then I was really worried about that. And I had actually checked into my flight. And then like within seven minutes, I remember looking at the time, seven minutes later, they announced that Disneyland was closed. So I was like, cancel so my flight. Crazy. Can I still cancel wow. it, please? Was it, it a, a certain shocked. kind of trip? Casual or? Well, we were going for an event um, done by another podcast that we were both part of. So um, there was going to be, like, a few different events throughout the weekend. And it was just, like, we were really looking forward to it. It was going to be a lot of fun. Always, like, getting together with a bunch of other Disney fans is, like, Disney-holics. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's always a lot of fun to meet people and stuff. And then, like, it just, we didn't get to do it. So 
yeah. bummer. I was super <laughs> bummed too because um, I've always been a Disney fan, been going to Disneyland my whole life, but I'm kind of like newer into like the fandom scene, I guess. I don't know what you even call it. That's how like new I am, I guess. <laughs> but I was really excited to hang out with all these other Disney fans and I hadn't done an event like that. It was like the first thing I was kind of doing on my own and um, yeah, I was pretty bummed about it. But you know, Jen, we're, we're still friends. So that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> you still got me out of yeah, it. Yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sweet. I always love to hear about like what makes somebody a Disney person or Disney Holics on Morgan. What was it for you um, that got you really into Disneyland? Well, I was pretty fortunate as a kid just to, that was like our annual trip um, as a kid and I'm an only child. So I always got to bring a friend, which I think makes it really fun. <laughs> and Aww. I don't know, there was just something with like the customer service that always stuck with me. Like it, you always feel like it's so magical there and everyone's, even when you hear the screaming children, <laughs> it's like something still about it is like really magical and fun. And just, I love the rides of course. And so just going constantly, I think. And then I moved from Northern California to Southern California and in the last like six or seven years when I've been able to afford my own annual pass, I just started going a lot more and it's just like my like excitement about it has gotten a lot more. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just, yeah, it's just, I think evolved over time. One That's of cool. us, one of yep. us. <laughs> yep. So you're within, you're close to Disneyland now, you're in SoCal now. Yeah, I'm in San Diego area, so I'm not too far. It's not that far of a drive, but it's like a little bit too far sometimes to want to drive home on like a 12 to 15 hour day at Disneyland. So sometimes Mm. we'll spend the night, but yeah, close enough to drive back. So I'm curious, when you went to Buena Vista Street, did you see any of um, Avengers Campus from, from there? Can you see it? You can see um, they've taken some of the scaffolding stuff down. So you could see the top of like the Spider-Man ride. And then I think there were like the arms for like the uh, robot that they're going to have, the stunt robot. I think you could see some parts of that. I still am a little unfamiliar with what each building is, um, but you can definitely see like the tops of it. And like from the last time I was there, you can see way more. Oh, that's cool. The robot, that's the thing that like does aerial flips and stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a Spider-Man robot or something. That's going to yeah. be cool. If, I hope yeah. they they don't cut it. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh my gosh. I'm very much so looking forward to that. Have you watched the videos, Mike? <laughs> yeah. It? It's crazy. It's It looks like a human being. And then they it showed looks like it a human. at the, I think at the end of the Imagineering story, one of the last episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. To me, the Stuntronic is like, a superhuman, like a superhuman, I cannot talk today, you guys, a superhuman, but it's also like an acrobat. Like, like how does that thing, it's crazy. My question is like, what (laughs) happens if it like fails and like, like mid tuck or like roll in the air? It just like doesn't (laughs) work anymore. Like face plants. Like, I'm so curious what like the back, like the backup plan for that is like if something malfunctions. So curious. I so think many they questions. talked about that somewhere. Really? Did they talk about that or was that us talking about it? Like a B mode for that? <laughs> well, because I, I think it's actually behind the building. So if it did crash, it would just fall into nets or oh. something like that. <laughs> oh, but it, but I it see. looks, it's like has that illusion that it's like on the top of the buildings, but it's actually behind it or something like that. So he would it's just like, like go, get out of sight. Or something. 
Yeah, he would crash like and not hurt anybody. Basically, is what they're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I would hope that they that put that weird. in place. Like, I, I would have faith in Disney for doing some sort of um, damage <laughs> <Right>. control. <laughs> <laughs> and there is other things they oh said are going to happen, like Black Widow getting chased on the rooftop. So those are all these really nice ambiance things that I hope they don't cut. Someday we'll experience oh it. I was thinking that too when they were talking about the disney foods for this food festival thing and i was like what if they open avengers campus so you could walk through it and you could have like the pim kitchen technology food oh, stuff so cool. i was so excited that about that nice. that area yeah <laughs> their <laughs> giant chicken sandwich you yes. remember her talking about it was that? like a foot long or something i remember it was like yeah, i was just so curious like how do you carry that out of the restaurant to your table <laughs> Oh my god. It's pretty clever. It reminds me of something that would have been in tomorrow in like Walt Disney's Tomorrowland. Aww. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Like I like shrinking that. and expanding. Except and all. for it would be a fish sandwich, probably. Fish, san- fish sandwich. Fish sandwich <laughs> sponsored by Monsanto or something. <laughs> Sorry, man. Chicken of the sea. Oh, chicken of the sea. Monsanto's funnier though. That's <laughs> really scary. <laughs> um well Morgan, you said you're you're a Disneyland fan, but you're pretty new to the fandom. Uh, but I still think that it's worth giving you a chance to be part of our game show coming up. Oh. All right. So we're going to play a fun game. And this game is going to be unique because... Listeners who are listening to the podcast right now can actually play along. So here's how it's going to work. Um, Y'all are going to take turns. I'm going to call on Morgan. I'm going to call on Jen. And then you have to wait until the timer counts down. And then you can give your answer. So while the timer is counting, that means the listener can figure out the answer on their own and see if they can answer the same thing and or beat you because you may not get the answer correct. So you guys want to give this a shot? Yeah. So like listeners... (laughs) go ahead and in your car in your house if you're cleaning lots of people like to listen to podcasts when they're cleaning their dishes while they're driving just scream it out like your answer whatever it is scream it out doesn't matter if you have headphones in let everybody know what you think this answer is (laughs) i love it let's do it i love it um okay so let's see so jen let's start with you Okay. okay the question is what is the term used for animals with human characteristics? All right, time's up. Jen, what's your answer? Oh, I totally know this, and I don't know this right now. Because it has, it's, is it anamorphic or something like that? Yeah, that's pretty like much close? it. It's, oh, it? it's anthropomorphic. 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 Yeah. Close yeah. enough. You knew what I meant. <laughs> Close enough. Oh, um, okay, so with that, that's actually going to be <laughs> the theme of the game show. So, um, Jen, one more question for you, and then we're going to go to Morgan. Uh, okay. So, in the movie Robin Hood, what type of <laughs> I animal? It would go to Robin. Hood. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic anthropomorphic Disney movie, right? Um, yes. What type of animal is Friar Tuck? All right, time's up. Jen, do you have an answer? This is really weird because I absolutely know Friar Tuck and I can picture him, but I actually don't have a clue, but I'm going to guess, is he a mole? 
very close. Like um, a huge mole. <laughs> it's 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 in that spe- in that family. Morgan, do you want to give that a shot? Uh, oh man, I don't think I know either. Is it? What's in the species of a mole? I want to say a rat, but I'm sure it's not a rat. <laughs> <laughs> very close. Beaver. So the answer is a badger. Friar Tuck is a badger. Uh, I I hope some of our listeners got that right, but that was a hard one. Um, All right. So, next question, Morgan, this one's for you. Um, So, in the movie movie Zootopia, there's a character named Mr. Big, and he's sort of a godfather type. Um, He's the most infamous and feared crime boss in Tundra Town. What animal is Mr. Big? What type of animal is Mr. Big? All right, time's up. Morgan, do you have an answer? Okay, he also looked like a rat, but was he a, a possum? Some sort of? Very close. And I got to say, that's what I thought it was until I put this game together. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's not a possum. Um, Jen, do you want to give a try? I thought he was a rat. Ah. So the answer totally is, and hopefully some of our listeners got this right, he's a shrew. He's what? a shrew. I don't know what a shrew is. <laughs> <laughs> and more specifically, an Arctic shrew. Um, wow. Yeah. Is that what is like a shrew? The... It looks like him. <laughs> is that like a Shakespeare book, like The Taming of the Shrew? Is that where that Yeah. Comes so from? I, th- I actually think so. I think they used it as um, like an insult to people in the oh, old days. Interesting. Like, you dirty rat. You're a shrew. <laughs> I'm just so making all of so that up. <laughs> Did you make up the Arctic shrew part? No, too? that part is that part's it. Okay. And I wasn't going going to make you say that part, but neither of you even got shrew, so it's all right. No. Um, but Tundra Town is where he lives, and so they live in that like wintry place. So, so hence an Arctic shrew. Got um, it. All right. So, Morgan, next question's for you. This is related to Disneyland or Disney World. It's about Splash Mountain. So on Splash Mountain, there's a scene toward the end where you see two vultures overhead. Do you know the name of those two vultures? These are hard ones. <laughs> I know. I think, did I make them too hard? Maybe some of our listeners are getting it. Some are not, but they're probably learning something. So it's all good. Uh, Morgan, sure do you know does. the name of these vultures? Uh, I do not, but I'm just going to say their names are Joe and Larry. I like that. I like that. (laughs) I'm going to call them that from now on. Um, But that is not their names. Um, (laughs) Jan, do you want to give this one a guess? I literally have no idea. I just feel, I feel like they rhyme. So their names. point if they rhyme? There's alliteration, (laughs) but not rhyming. So they're called the Boot Hill Boys. And they're actually, um, what are those called? Funeral coroners? Coroners? Uh, Oh, I don't think I knew yeah, that either. It's pretty dark. And I think this part, I think, you know, right? They came from another ride. I Erica think. Sings. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So those are the Boot Hill oh, Boys. Weird. Next time you get on the ride, when you go under them, you'll remember that. The Boot Hill Boys. Um, <laughs> Joe, right, and Larry. So, <laughs> Joe and Larry. Joe and Larry. Yes, Joe and Larry. Joe and Larry Boot Hill. There you yep. go. Um, all right. So Jen. Okay. In the movie Lion King. What type of animal is Rafiki? All right, time's up. What kind of animal is Rafiki? He's a baboon. 
That is incorrect. No. <laughs> That's another one that I thought it was before I put this game show together. Um, <laughs> Morgan, do you want to give this one a shot? Uh, I feel like the other name, I don't know why I know this. Is it a mandrill? Yes, that's it. Really? Oh. Andrew, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got the one one answer correct on this. I'm done. Mic wow. drop. <laughs> I don't know why I know that. I think I've been to the San Diego Zoo a few times or something. <laughs> it's got to be, yeah. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, that one was hard. Good job, because I didn't know what that was until I looked it up. Um, all right, so next, let's see. Who am I going to give this next one to? Jen, I'll give this one to you. Um, Because I know you're a huge fan of the attraction. So the Country Bears, um, they sing in a particular venue, uh, both at Disneyland when they used to perform there and now at Disney World where they have a residency. But what is the name of the venue in which the Country Bears perform? All right, time's up. What is the name of the venue where the Country Bears perform? This is a great question, and I really wish I had an answer, but I don't. So I'm going to say the Country Bear Saloon. <laughs> no, that's a that's a nice guess, um, <laughs> and I just am shook that I'm getting you with some of these questions. Um, all of these questions, Mike, yeah. all of these. <laughs> uh, Morgan, do you want to give this one a try? You know, they just perform in the grand venue of Magic Kingdom Park. That's what my answer is. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, you had to be more specific with your question there. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, because technically that's correct. So the name of the venue is Grizzly Hall. Mm. Grizzly Hall. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cute. It rings bells, but I'm also now thinking of Grizzly Peak, so I don't know what is ringing, what bell it's ringing. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny, because at DCA, they come out around there, right? Near Grizzly Peak. Yeah. And they hang out, even though they don't have an attraction anymore at Disneyland. Um, I know. I love. I was so excited the first time I saw them out. I was like, "What?" But it was over at uh, Big Thunder Ranch, I think, is where I first saw oh, them. Cool. But I was like, "Oh my god, they're out! This is so cool!" All right. So speaking of DCA, Morgan, this next question is going to you. So the Little Mermaid attraction. Um, there's one at Disney World, and there's one at DCA. So think about being on the attraction and going through on your Omni Mover seashell. And you go through the under the sea scene. What is Sebastian holding in that scene? All right, time's up. So what is Sebastian Sebastian holding in the under the sea scene? You know what's so funny is that I got stuck in this very spot on the ride last year. (laughs) Like, I think I was staring at Sebastian, and I can't tell you for the life of me. I want to say it's either the fork or, like, a little drumstick. But I'm going to go with fork. Do you mean a dingle hopper? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that. Um, All right. Can you be a little bit more specific with what you meant by drumstick? I feel like it's, like something they use on top of a clam shells to make music i don't know <laughs> oh okay i thought you were going in the right direction but it's okay the tide the tide shifted you somewhere else um yep. jen do you want to give this a try i think i know and that the thing you just said makes me think it's even more correct but i don't know the f- official name of it so i'm probably still not going to get this answer correct but whatever they use to orchestrate with yes that is, is that it right? it's called a conductor called? stick and also referred oh. to as a baton 
also referred to as a maestro stick. So there's different versions. I'm so mad that it's literally just called conductor stick because I could have guessed that. But See, I think I was on the right track. I just like, I knew he was holding something like narrow. You can tell yeah. your memory. Yeah. It. Your memory yeah. is totally. like here. I feel like you pictured him holding some sort of stick-like I, thing. I seriously think that's exactly where I got stuck on that ride for like solid 20 minutes. And like, I love the song. But I mean, when you hear it for that long in one spot. Yeah. And it's funny, I, that scene in the actual movie always stuck with me. It was in the beginning before the sisters performed. And then he hits the stick. He's <clears throat> He clears his throat and he hits the stick. And then it gets oh, yeah. quiet. And then, we are the daughters of Triton. Okay, enough of my singing. <laughs> um, all right, so who's the bigger Mary Poppins fan out of the two of you? I'm not a huge Mary Poppins fan, so maybe Morgan? Mm, probably I don't not know me how much either. Mary Poppins. Yeah, I think I've only seen all right, it a handful so of times. Let's do this one a little bit differently. So we'll give the listeners a chance to answer. And then when the time's up, whoever would like to answer can go ahead and jump in. Fair. All right, so this question is about Mary Poppins, the original film. And in that film, there's a famous scene with penguins who are actually also waiters. So what song was playing in the scene where the penguin waiters were? Okay, I think I know. Oh. (laughs) It's okay. The (laughs) clock is out of order. Give me some more time there. Uh, but hopefully listeners had a chance to shout out the answer if they know it. Um, would you yeah. like to give it a try? I'm going to try. I think it's Jolly Holiday. That is correct. Yeah. Also something I really miss from Disneyland. It's just sitting there. Yes. Jolly oh, my Holiday. gosh. That grilled cheese and tomato soup. Stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry now. And the Matterhorn cookie. Oh, my God. So good. And I can imagine like imagining standing there waiting after I got the food um, and then, the, like, the lady staring at me, but I'm just waiting to get a cup of water, like ice water. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the chaos Accurate. of people walking through you. <laughs> it's these little things. It's these little things. Um, all right. So this one will do the same. So whoever would like to answer, um, just shout out, and then we'll call on you. So right. we're going to go. We're going to stick to an anim- stick to Disney films, this time an animated film, Lady and the Tramp. So in Lady and the Tramp, there's a beaver and he has like this <laughs> that people know <laughs> his little teeth. So in Lady and the Tramp, there's a beaver and he does something to help Lady and the Tramp continue with their journey. What does the beaver do for Lady and the Tramp? How does he help them? All right. Anyone know the answer? I have a guess. All right, oh, good. Morgan. Uh, does he? Oh, I'm gonna be so upset if this is wrong. Did he like chew down a tree at some point? Or was it's that when close. He, was like... <laughs> he chewed off something with his little teeth. <laughs> oh, I think. I... Does he chew through like a fence so they can sneak out or something like that? No, but we're all having like that Mandela effect, right? Where you swear <laughs> yeah. that's what he's doing in the, <laughs> in the movie. I'm watching the movie in my head right now that I'm creating, but. <laughs> um, so I think her name is Aunt Sarah. The aunt, the mean aunt, um, puts a muzzle on Lady oh. and yes. Tramp takes her to the park to take it off. And they first go to an alligator who almost bites her head off. Um, so they are like, no, that's not going to work. Then they find the beaver 
who chews off the muzzle for her. And after he chews off the muzzle, he uses it to um, carry his logs <laughs> and to build a dam. So he was only helping them because he was going to get something out of it, which I thought was funny. Yeah, so that's what that he did. Um, all right, so sticking to animated films, let's go to Wonderland. So we're with Alice in Wonderland, and she meets the, the caterpillar. Um, and the caterpillar is known for smoking his hookah. Um, he's also known for blowing smoke vowels, A-E-I-O-U. But executively, how tall is the caterpillar? Executively, <laughs> how tall is the caterpillar? Why Why would anybody know this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Morgan, you and I are going to have to work together on this one. Yeah, I really don't know. I feel like he's large. I'm going to guess, so he was definitely bigger than Alice, and Alice is young, right? So she's probably, like, four foot tall, four feet tall. Like, is he in, like, the six-foot range? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, I guess, let's guess six foot, six inches. Wow, you're giving him a lot of <laughs> credit there. So he's three inches tall. Um, oh, oh, wow. And Alice was pretty well. small at the time. <laughs> Oh, and the reason why it might be memorable hilarious. yeah she's shrunken down and she like pisses him <laughs> off because he says he's tall and she says well that's a wretched height and then he gets mad and he like sits up and stretches and he's like I am three inches tall I am exactly three inches tall and so that's how tall Aww. Mr. Caterpillar is <laughs> that's hilarious right. that I oh just gosh. went on how tall Alice is because she's a little girl versus he's a caterpillar yeah <laughs> What am I even thinking? And you're even making her pretty tall, right? You were saying five foot something. So a, four feet. Oh, four feet. Okay, that's, that's pretty good. normal for a, it's a giant caterpillar. How old is she yeah. supposed to be? Like eight? Um, eight? <laughs> um, my guess is 12. Morgan, do you have a guess? I'm going to look this up on Google while mm. we're waiting. Yeah, I, I think she's in like the 10-ish range. Okay, hmm. 8, 10, and 12. Let's see who wins. 8, 10, and 12. And listeners, you get a shot at this too. <laughs> Bonus question. Bonus question. Alice is seven years old when she goes down the rabbit hole. Boom. Boom. So six and eight. Me and Morgan win. Yeah. Oh, no, I said, I, I said That's eight, much younger right? than so I, I thought she was. Uh, okay, so we have one last question. Related to anthropomorphic Disney characters. Um, so we're going to go to the Hundred Acre Wood. And we're going to find Winnie the Pooh. And we're going to go knock on his door. And when we get to Winnie the Pooh's home. We find out there's actually a resident that lived in that home before Winnie the Pooh. And you know this because there's a name over Winnie the Pooh's door. What is the name written over Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> what is the name written over Winnie the Pooh's door all right does anybody have a guess nope no. i'm gonna guess mr owl i don't know yeah i thought it was mr something but i don't think it would be mr owl i feel like it's like not a character we know that's that's correct <laughs> um so <laughs> You're pretty good at getting a general correctness. So I, I can't say you're I tee it up right? for you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so it says Mr. Sanders with a Z. Um, and nobody actually knows who that is. And I did all the Googling to find out. And even the, uh, the original author meant to have it mysterious. So you're supposed to assume that somebody else lived in that tree at some point that you just don't know who it is. Um, but his name is Mr. Sanders. Huh. And I actually remember when I was a kid and I used to watch, I think it was called The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, like Saturday morning cartoons. And mm-hmm. I always wondered what that was. I was very confused about it. Like, I was like, wait, is that Winnie the Pooh's huh. last name? Yeah, did he just like move into this guy's house? Like, what is he even doing? Do you think <laughs> yeah. this is going to be like the Winnie the Pooh prequel series? <laughs> it's about Mr. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ooh. Sanders. The Many Adventures of Mr. Stan- or Mr. Sanders. Oh, and you know Disney will totally <laughs> do that. Disney Plus, let's do this. I need the royalties <laughs> oh for that. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Morgan gets credit for that. Yeah. Um, yes. So to wrap up the trivia of anthropomorphic characters, I'd like to ask each of you um, what – who or what is your favorite Disney anthropomorphic character? So remember, that's any type of animal with human characteristics, and they typically talk in the movies. I mean, that's like any Disney character almost. <laughs> or like, I guess not. There's lots of human characters. Uh, I I am very basic, and I really, really love Robin Hood. I'm, I'm in that pack of people that had a crush on Robin Hood at some point in my life, so... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I, How are you, Morgan? Yeah, I love... Does this even count? Because it's a collar that makes him talk. Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, um, from Doug? <laughs> I love Doug the dog. He's my favorite. Um, oh. It may or may not be because I really want a golden retriever. But I, th- I think that counts because he talks somehow. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um... If I were to pick, mine would be pretty new also, similar to Up, which is weird that it's too new. But I'm going to pick Nick Wilde from Zootopia. I just think he's, like, handsome. <laughs> he's, like, the new right? the new school Robin Hood. Yeah. And I I want to <laughs> yeah. say Jason Bateman is the voice. And he's handsome yeah. and he's a director and actor. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with Nick Wilde. And if there's any furries out there, I'm sure... <laughs> You're on the same page. I'm not a furry, but I could see Nick Wilde being a fan, a furry fan favorite, right? Totally. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's it for this trivia game show. All right. I hope you guys had fun with that. And I hope the (laughs) listeners had fun too. Um, And that's also hard. They were, I didn't realize that I was making them a little bit too hard. So I hope this was a fun challenge for everybody and the listeners. It was. (laughs) I love a challenge. Good. All right. So the trivia game is actually going to wrap up our show. So thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed episode 20 of the Disney Holic show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And thank you, Morgan, for joining, joining us. Thank you for having me. So much fun. Woo. Come back again. We'd love to have you again. Anytime. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you.